So today I want to talk about on a mission for God. Today I want to talk about insecurities. Last week we talked about what? What we talked about last week? Apprehension. Come on now. Last week we talked about apprehension. Today we're talking about insecurities. You see, throughout this series as we've been looking at Moses, you realize that every excuse that Moses had, God has an answer. It doesn't matter what you think about yourself, it's what God thinks about you. And sometimes I believe we have a low view of ourselves. Imagine God asking, listen to me real good. Imagine God asking and yet knowing at the same time that the person that he had chosen was reluctant, apprehensive, insecure, had low self-worth, had low self-esteem, and full of excuses. Why would God choose a man like Moses knowing all that he knew about him? One word, grace. Imagine God knew all of this about Moses. And yet, God was adamant about using Moses. Imagine your life and what God could actually do with you if you get over your insecurities. Well, let me just say it like this. If you get over yourself, if you realize that God has chosen you from the foundation of the world. Amen. To do something for him. If Moses had it all together, he would not be the perfect candidate for the job. I love God for that. Also, he would not need God. So therefore, the perfect person in God's eyes is Moses. <laughs> so we come supposed to be the last encounter here, but next week I'll do the rest. And even after Moses had seen the miracles, last week I told you he put his hand in his coat, it came out leprous. He had a leprous hand, he put his hand back in, it was healed. The staff turned into a snake. God gave Moses supernatural power to do the job. You have to understand that whenever you stand up to do something for God, he will give you everything you need, the supernatural power you need in order to accomplish what he has for you. Sometimes you may say, man, I don't even know how I'm still going. I don't know how I'm still in the race. I don't know how I keep going week after week, month after month, year after year. But can I say something to you? If you're doing something, if you're doing something for God, He will supply everything that you need, including the strength that you need in order to accomplish what He has already written for your life. We come now to this point in the message where Moses now speaks, he answers, amen, he, he, he's talking to God, he's seen the three signs, amen, he took the water from the Nile, he poured it on the ground, amen, it became blood. It, it becomes apparent to me 
and it should be to all of us that God is showing something to Moses, right? Can I ask you a question? What has God shown you? Have you have any, do you have any evidence that, watch this, while being on on a mission for God, that he is with you? And so we come to this point in the text where it says here in verse 10, he says, Then Moses said to the Lord, Please, Lord, I have never been eloquent. Now, I'm saying to myself, what is wrong with Moses? <laughs> He's full of excuses. Every time God tells him to do something, he keeps coming back to God with an excuse. Let me ask a question. When God asks you to do something, what do you come back with? Do you come back with God, I will do your will? Will you come back to say, Lord, I'm on a mission for you? So what I see, the first thing I see about Moses here is that the text says, then Moses said to the Lord, please, Lord, I I ain't eloquent. And so the first thing you have to understand about Moses is this. First of all, he was insecure about his ability. He was insecure You know what that word insecure means? It's not being sure of oneself. Doubting oneself. Uh, You know, not going with your first mind. (laughs) And second guessing yourself constantly. He had ability. But he was insecure about his ability. He's thinking that what God needs from him is eloquence. That he needed to speak so great and use big words and be so fresh and so cute and so well put together, well polished. You know who God uses? (laughs) The least of us. I was about to say pimps, hoes, and hustlers, but I did say that. (laughs) That's who God uses. You with me? He uses people, amen, <laughs> who you would least expect. And I thank him today. Come on, somebody, that we all got to pass. And while Moses was a murderer, see, and he uses murderers too. Y'all with me? <laughs> amen. God uses us. Watch this. But the thing about what we have to understand about our abilities, it has to come under the control of the Holy Spirit. Because you can't be no pimp hole or hustler in the pulpit and have the same ways like you used to have. And that's what the problem is in the pulpit today, that folk ain't changing, but they getting in the pulpit. Come on now. And that's straight real. So, so God can use your ability if you change and conform to the image of Christ. That's when he'll use you. But people who are insecure in their ability, he's worrying about how he sound. God says, I put you on a mission. I got you on a mission. And guess what? You got to get over yourself, Moses. Look what he says next. Look what he says. He said, I haven't been eloquent. Look what he says. Neither recently. Now, now, 
Now, here's what I here's what I say. Here's what I say. Here's what I say. I'm like Moses. What are you thinking about? How are you thinking about God is calling you to do something? You're on a mission for God, but you're so wrapped up in you that you can't see the bigger picture. That there's a whole nation that needs to be delivered. Is that what the problem is today? Folk are just interested in their one, this one place, their one mission with one goal, watch this, and not thinking universal. Not thinking bigger than themselves. In other words, it's all about me, 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 I, I, I. These little kingdoms that we're building. So not only was he insecure about his ability, but check this out. He was insecure about his present. Imagine that. Imagine being insecure about your present situation. It, insecurity lives with you. It rides with you. It, watch this. It stays with you. It's constantly riding your back because you're saying you're not able to change. That's what Moses is saying. He's saying, man, listen, I'm going to always be like this. I've never been eloquent back then. I've never been, I don't have no ability. I don't have nothing recently. Watch this. I'm going to run through this. Watch what he says next. He says, neither recently nor in time past. So not only was he insecure about his present, give me the next point. He was insecure about his past. And his past was affecting his present. And his present was affecting his ability, but also is affecting his understanding of what God was trying to call him to do. May I ask you a question? What's holding you back from what God is calling you to do? You keep saying what you can't do. Let me ask you a question. What can you do? <laughs> what can you do? And he said, listen, he's giving God all these excuses, but his insecurities were so deep, so deep that he was listening to God, but he was not obeying God. He was giving God excuses. Man, listen, I don't know what's going to motivate us to get on on a mission for God. I don't know what's going to keep us motivated, but I want to tell you something. If God stepped out of nothing, And created something. If God who created the world saw something in you that you don't see in yourself. And he keeps tugging at your heart. And he keeps pulling you. And he keeps pumping you. And he keeps priming you to come serve him. And you keep giving him a bunch of excuses. Saints, you will find yourself frustrated. But I thank God for his grace. I thank God for grace. See, what I see here, God God could have killed him then. But God's grace is amazing, y'all. Isn't that something how he put up with us? Come on, man. I can give an excuse to a lot of people, but when it comes down to God, I can't give an excuse to God. If God calls me to do something, my pastor used to say, if I ask you to do something, you better take that as God asking you to do something. Because the thing that I'm asking you to do, I can do it myself. But God is recruiting you to do what he wants you to do. How else will you ever find out what you were called to do? I wish I had somebody. And so we find here in the text, 
He's insecure about his ability. He's insecure about his present. He's insecure about his past. But watch what he says. He says, I've never been eloquent, what? Neither recently nor time past. But watch this. Nor since. (laughs) May I ask the question, what is Moses thinking about? You know, you could be talking to somebody. You know what I learned from this text? You could be talking. God could be talking to you and talking to you and your mind's already made up that you're not going to do it. And he keeps talking to you and he keeps tugging you and he keeps pulling you and he keeps saying, come on, man. Come on, sister. Come on. Come on. And you keep saying, I can't today. I won't today. I got this. I got that. I'm not good enough. I don't feel like I'm good enough. I done messed up. We use that as an excuse. Amen. For not doing what we've been called to do. Check the text. He says, neither since you have spoken to your servant. So you know what else he was insecure about? His future. Man, insecurities can grip you so hard that it will affect even where you're going in life. It's something when you don't have a vision for your future. And it's something when God is asking you to do something in the present, but you keep giving him an excuse about the future. Because we're wrapped up in what? Self. What I lack. What I don't have. Listen, you're not going to sound like me. Come on, somebody. You're not going to sound like the other person. You may not do it like the other person. God has gifted you in a special way. And whatever you have, God wants to use it. And whatever you don't have, God wants to give you some more. He wants to give you something new. He wants to give you a new perspective on life. And I'm talking about overcoming insecurities. I'm talking about looking at your insecurities and say, no, you will not control my present. You will not control my future. Come on, somebody. You will not hold me to my past. Because, yeah, I've messed up before. But listen, God is calling this man. And I thank God that his anger is slow. I thank God that his grace is sufficient. Why? Because God doesn't need Moses. Come on, y'all. Did he really need Moses? But he was patient with how many of God has been patient with you? Anybody? He's been patient with me. How long, oh Lord? <laughs> Will I keep telling you I can't, I'm not good enough? Oh, I can't do it. Or I'm not motivated to do it. It's crazy how the Holy Spirit will remind you of stuff you need to do. Anybody here? Anybody here? The Holy Spirit just reminds you of stuff. I'd be like, man, I I would have never remembered that had not the Holy Spirit reminded me. So there has to be something spiritual to what you're doing for the Lord. Watch the text. Watch the text. The text says, and look what he says. He said, now here he goes. Here he goes now. You ready? Lord Jesus, Moses, 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 Moses. 
He says, for I am slow of speech. Now, some suggest that Moses stutter. He had a stuttering problem. Why would God take a man who stutters <laughs> and says to him, go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. Why would God do that? You know what else he was insecure about? We all got one. Why do I have this disability? Why? Why? Do I have, why was I born this way? I'm trying, I'm going to help you with something today. You've been questioning that for years. Why are you born that way with that particular disability? But that's the very thing that God wants you for. Is your inability and your disability. So that you will depend on him for the whole journey. Because if you don't depend on him, guess what's going to happen? It will show. So he wants you because of your inability. Your disability. Your bent the thing that you were born with that like a that's like a thorn in your flesh paul says it's there to keep you humble i wonder i wonder i wonder to myself why did god call a man like peter who had a temperament problem why did he call moses who had excuses and an anger problem and a murderer on top of that had no self-control because God knew that after I show him grace, he's going to be appreciative of it. And guess what he's going to keep doing? He's going to keep leaning on me in gratefulness because he understands that without me, guess what? He will lose control. When you're on a mission for God, you have to understand that you have to lean on God every single day to complete the mission. Not just when you're on the stage. No, 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 no. God will drop you like a bad habit. When you start thinking that you don't need him no more. But you got to remember those disabilities you had when he found you. When he found you. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Listen, you thought you were smart. But when he found you. When he found you, come on somebody, you on the road to destruction. When he found you, come on somebody, you were out of here. But thanks be to God that he used you and he chosen you because of what you don't have. What can we render unto God for all of his benefits? I'm just trying to say, 
And I'm trying to say to somebody here today that God is interested in you, not because, watch this, because you can talk well. Not because you can say stuff right. No, 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 no. He wants you because he understands that you have nothing, come on somebody, to really offer him. But if you put your hands in his hands, you have a whole lot more to offer now. But when we keep magnifying our insecurities, we will never do anything for God. We'll keep making excuses week after week, year after year, month after month. And God in his grace will keep on holding you together. Watch this. You're not going to be satisfied, though. You're not going to live in the abundance of blessings, though. Watch this. You can have everything and still be dissatisfied. You know why? Because you keep giving him an excuse. And you keep saying, I can't. I can't. I've never been then. I've never been now. And I ain't never been since you've been talking to me. And I want to say to somebody here today, it's time. You know what it's time to do? It's time to get on a mission for God. Church is suffering today because people, they don't want to work for God. I don't even understand why you wouldn't want to work for God. Why wouldn't you want to witness for God? Why wouldn't you want to share your faith? And whatever platform God takes me to next. I've learned. Never think about me. Think about what the assignment is for his glory. If you ever had a police car pull up behind you, <laughs> you know what happens to your feelings, right? You start getting nervous. Heart start pounding. <laughs> and don't let him put the siren on. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the lights? You know, and then all of a sudden, they go around you even then your heart's still beating fast you see you realize then that they're, they're not in pursuit of you they're in pursuit of someone else you see in this journey we can't depend on emotions the devil will pull up behind you and flash the lights to make you think you are about to get pulled over. I wish I had somebody. He plays on our emotions. So he'll get you to thinking, oh, this person got a problem with me. That person got a problem with me. They ain't talking about me. That I can't, I'm not good enough. I don't have the ability. I can't preach like them. I can't sing like them. I can't serve like them. I can't give like them. No, that's emotion. But when it comes to Christian living, we must learn to rely on the truth of the word of God. 
for our direction. Rather than relying on emotion to lead you. Can I say this to somebody here today? You have to stop allowing your emotions to lead you in this Christian life. You have to stop allowing your insecurities to stop you from being sold out to the Lord because you feel like you don't have all that the other. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Listen, I may not preach like whoever. It's hard to name some people today. But I'm comfortable being Derek Hunt. I am. And what I'm comfortable doing is presenting whatever God has given me to you. I've learned a long time ago, never limit yourself based on what you feel like you can't do. I told you last week, God wants your availability. But he also wants your approachability. It's hard when you see people drifting away from God. And they know better. 